Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspiration. This is Midweek Motivation, and I am your host, Althea Richardson. Today's show, as always, is sponsored by Anchor.fm. Yeah, I'm not sure why my voice is cracking, but let's go forward anyway. So my special guest today, her name is Lynette Phillips. She is, let me just say this, she has the most awesome job in the world because she works in the hospitality profession at Walt Disney World. Yes, that is the most happiest place on earth. And I wish I could be there, but unfortunately, Corona is kind of messing up a bunch of things. But anyway, Miss Lynette Phillips, again, she is the she has been in the hospitality profession at Walt Disney World for well over 17 years. In addition, she is the owner of Empower Your Possibilities, and she is the co-founder of Fulfilled Mom Movement, which is a group of values-based coaches curating a space for moms to design a life they love. So you guys sit back and enjoy this interview with my special guest, Miss Lynette Phillips on Wove Inspiration. This is the Midweek Motivation. Today's show is sponsored by Anchor.fm. If you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. Hello, my name is Dr. Carolyn Stevens, and I am a family therapist, counselor, and women's empowerment coach. For over 10 years, I have worked primarily with African-American women who have been diagnosed with PTSD, depression, and several other duo diagnoses. It has been my joy to be able to see so many women heal and live productive and full lives. It is God's will that we all live a life of peace and abundance. And I want to help you or someone you know and love to live that life of peace and joy. Now, we accept most major insurances, and we have many affordable payment options. To contact me, please visit my website at www.drcarolyn.live or contact me via phone at area code 678-656-5982. And remember, it's okay to not be okay. Lynette, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do. Oh, a little bit about myself. Well, I am, my name is Lynette Phillips. I am the daughter of a, you know, a military serviceman. So I have much appreciation for those who give their lives for our freedoms. And I grew up in Anchorage, Alaska. Not many people can say that that's their, <laughs> their place of all their formative years. <laughs> um, I now live in Florida and have been very fortunate to have a very lengthy career, almost two decades with the Walt Disney Company. So I get to make magic for a living. Wow, <laughs> that's moments. cool. Uh, you know, dream destination for vacations. I've always worked in the resorts there. I lead a department 
uh, in a front office there. So hospitality has been in my heart uh, way, way back, way back to my grandparents owning a soul food restaurant in a small little little town in Florida uh, called Quincy, Florida, outside of Tallahassee. So hospitality family by, you know, trade. I have a loving, loving uh, husband who's my partner in life, and uh, he's an educator. And we have a nine-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old that we've gotten to know even, even better in these last few quarantining <laughs> months. We have lots of what we call quarantine chronicles, um, but we are just a, a, a fun family. That's one of our, you know, five things that we talk about. We say we must have fun in this family. Life has to be fun. And, uh, you know, outside of that, I've been able to uh, co-author a book recently called It's Possible, a Dreamer's Manifesto to uh, Overcoming Opposition. So I am uh, a person who just wants to live this life to the best of its ability. That's a little bit about me. Awesome. Awesome. And so you, <laughs> the Corona Chronicles, yes, um, everybody should be able to share some very interesting stories about their situation uh, dealing with this uh, coronavirus stuff. It is just, ugh. and it seems to be getting worse. Now it's getting worse again in Houston. That's where I am right now. And yeah, it's, it's just crazy. So now one of the things that you had mentioned is that um, you grew up in an unlikely place such as Alaska in North Dakota. What, why would you say that? That's really interesting. I think a lot of times, especially being a, you know, a woman of color, it's uh -huh. often, how did you get there? And, or are you military family? And so, yes, the answer is military family. But um, amazingly, especially in Alaska, it was so many, uh, you know, different backgrounds and ethnicities. And, you know, I think uh, many would be amazed growing up there that that's where, you know, a little melting pot of the world. You're near the Asian Pacific Islander area. Um, interestingly enough, I'm not that much of an outdoorsy person. So all of the appreciation, I think, of why people visit Alaska, the hiking, the fishing, all of that, I didn't necessarily have an appreciation for it then growing up in it, but I would go back and experience it, you know, mm -hmm. now, especially because when people share that, like, I've always dreamed of, you know, going there. It's kind of one of those things. And North Dakota's for me was just really cold. I didn't think there was another place on earth colder than Alaska. And then I moved to North Dakota. Yeah. And I realized what it is like when you're on an open plain and the wind blows. Oh, so, wow. yeah. uh, but it was still a, a great experience to, you know, go to college and, and be near my family. And um, it really opened the door. That's how I actually got to Orlando being recruited okay. to come on an internship. For, so I, I, I know that part of my story was to involve my time there. Awesome. And, and I can relate to the military um, lifestyle and that uh, when I tell people where I grew up, which is Dover, Delaware, because my dad was in the Air Force and like Dover, Delaware. Okay, so how many of y'all are in Dover, Delaware? And I'm like, you know what, there are a handful, like a whole bunch of us there in Dover, Delaware, you would be surprised. So I totally get your um, the reactions that you may get from when you're telling people where you were in like Alaska and North Dakota, 
because it's 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 I know that it's diverse now, but back then for me, it wasn't too many of us there <laughs> in Delaware. So that's funny. unless they were going to Delaware State, right? Because my sister, who's military, was stationed. So I've actually been to Dover Air Force yep. Base myself as well. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, I I actually loved growing up there. It was a it was pretty fun. Um, and more family oriented to me than um, where I am now. And it's, but unfortunately I haven't been, I haven't been there in a while. So, but I have to make my way over there. So let's go back to, um, you're actually a uh, owner of Empower Your Possibilities. Tell me about your company. Yes. So the 2020 had already been coined the year of the pivot right? So I had given it this like in 2019 in November, like my gift, my birthday gift to myself involved, what's your plan for 2020? And then, you know, there were other plans in place, like a global pandemic, but I really did forge ahead with the formation of my company. um, About in 2018, I graduated with my master's degree in organizational leadership and executive coaching and really, uh, you know, felt called to continue to help and provide kind of my spirit of hospitality around helping individuals on an individual level. How do you get clarity of your purpose? How do you interweave your values? A lot of times we talk about our values or maybe haven't articulated the words or how do we anchor our, how we live with them and bring them to life. And so that's um, work that I do through Empower Your Possibilities. I offer the, um, you know, services to do speaking Um, engagements as well. I love speaking to young people. I love speaking to people who are in the second stage, third stage in their life who are trying to imagine what their possibilities are. So um, I do a little bit of that and then, uh, you know, also partner to do, you know, training and consulting. Having worked for, you know, one of the most recognizable brands in the world, it it was supposed to be a six-month gig and I have been able to build a, a, a pretty lengthy career there with uh, Disney. So I um, ventured out and have just recently begun Empower Your you know, your Possibilities. It was one of those urgings and I went yeah. for it. That is awesome. And with Walt Disney, oh my gosh, it is literally the happiest place on earth. My, I was fortunate enough for uh, my husband and I were able to have the uh, honeymoon that we were never able to do at um, at one time. So when we went there, it was it was awesome. We felt like two big big kids running around in the amusement park. So that is a pretty cool job to have. And so, um, do with your um, organization, you work primarily with individuals and with organizations, or what's what's the scope of your um, of your organization? I. I, I we service both. Um, okay. From a one-on-one perspective, um, I have also co-founded the Fulfilled Mom Movement. So again, I was not not busy in quarantine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've had some things to do, um, but really have honed in on um, working moms, or in, and I consider stay-at-home moms the, the hardest working moms, you mm-hmm. know, in this in this game in what we do. Um, but I really have honed in in um, working with um, moms and mothers, but on the corporate sector, you know, I think any organization, small or large, can benefit from um, clarity, clarity on purpose and values, because we all show up as individuals to make a greater collective or reach a bigger goal. 
in a, you know, a lot of the conversations right now where I think uh, the world where we're living in involve who shows up to this job mm-hmm. and how do people behave and how do people feel about each other. And so a lot of the training that I have done is, is in that area. So that's how I service, you know, the opportunity to work with organizations and help them move forward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, with mostly everything that you've been talking about, um, it surrounds helping people. So how did you, what, where do you get that from? Where, where does that helping, that helping spirit come from? I, it's really been always around me. It, it wasn't until I think in my internship that I realized, oh, I can, I can actually do this as a career. Like I did not my, my undergraduate work is not in hospitality. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily know of it as a field. It's actually in marketing. It was more like, how do I build relationships with people and, you know, want them to continue to buy services over and over again and, yeah. and create a relationship with a brand. But I want to say it's very early years on going back to the time um, when my grandparents having a soul food restaurant. Uh, that's why, how I learned math actually writing out on the old tickets, the little green receipt tickets. And my, we worked the front counter and we had um, a woman from our local church who was the main cook. And we would, my grandfather would be peeling sweet potatoes in the back. And it was such a family oriented environment. Um, you know, so when we would visit there, like we all worked in the restaurant and then my mom uh, being a military family that, you know, when we were all the way in Alaska, she uh, loved to entertain and she would always have friends over. We were that house that there was always a pound cake under the, you know, cake plate. Friends mm-hmm. were all welcome. And, um, you know, my mom was like the local caterer for all the church events and different things. She was on the usher board. And so I think she was just such a role model in her, her heart. And we were along on the journey. If, uh, you know, if it was necessary to help serve in a soup kitchen or be there volunteering, we just went as kids and, and it kind yeah. of just grew and it became to be something that was a part of us. So a lot of those things I like to continue to do. I love to entertain in my home. I like to have fish fries myself and, you know, do other things like that. And then it just became a lot of times in those spaces, whether you're feeding someone or having people over, you get into these great conversations. And a lot of times it, for me, it's just as a coach, I don't have to ask a lot of questions. I want to ask the right question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And time with someone that helps you to think through something or to spark that creativity or to challenge your thinking. And there's nothing like seeing, um, I think, the tangible results of um, that introspection, you know, turning into active activation where someone really makes things happen because it was just a thought or it was an idea or it was, you know, their belief or something they really want. And then they they achieve it. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So what's keeping you motivated doing what you're doing? Oh, purpose. Like I feel like this is the work, you know, I'm supposed to be doing and um, the, the ability or the capability to share a message and, and, and help and help others. It really is a lot of the, the, the motivation and it helps me because if you would have, you know, told me, you know, two years ago that I would be able to go through the process of opening my own business, I would be like, well, I, I don't necessarily know that. And then I started to activate that and I started to do those things. And my husband's been here along the journey. He's like my tech guy and, you know, <laughs> does all the website and 
everything else. And it's been um, such an inclusive journey for like my whole family. My, my son's nine and he knows we share with him what mommy's trying to build. And I think that that's um, the encouragement and the fuel that I need to keep on going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now with any journey that um, we um, go through, we have all of we have a lot of ups, but there may be some downs that um, take place in our life. So, was there any time, particular significant thing in your life that was like, um, okay, I'm doing this, but how am I doing this? Because I I really don't have the strength because of something that took place in your life. So, was there anything, um, something significant in your life that took place that may have taking you to a place where it's like, I don't know if I'm going to keep being able to do this. It's like a a yes and a no with that because my motivation, um, a lot of my story or or my chapter within the book that I help co-author is called um, I Can. And I I found out through the course of, um, you know, my mom's passing that I needed to find my I can versus saying I can't. So my mom uh, was very young. She she uh, passed away at the age of 55 of cancer, her second bout. And it was very challenging to understand what was my next move. Mm-hmm. Like when you go through the process of being a caretaker or being there along the journey when someone is ill and then it just stops one day. Right. And I ha- took a couple months, I think, you know, and went through counseling, went through grief counseling. And I one day answered a email about graduate school, because I had been talking about graduate school for like 10 years. Okay. And I got on the phone and the woman's name was Hope. (laughs) And she, I said, is this email real I got? It says they'll waive my registration fee. Yeah. If I apply, and she said, "Yeah, we we are. We're you're offering that right now." Um, and I started a journey. When eight days, I was on a conditional acceptance to be in graduate school. So I kind I came home from work. I, I called on my lunch break. I, I came home from work. And I told my husband, "I said, I think I think I'm starting a master's program, like in in a week." And he goes, "What?" Um, and I said, "Yeah, I think I think I'm going back to school." And halfway through that program. Uh, his biological clock ticked and he said, I'd like to have, I think we should have another baby. Oh, oh. And I know. And I said, Who, who's having your baby? Like you got a girlfriend who's having this baby. So here I am, you know, eight months after my mom passed in feeling the desire to move my life forward. Yeah. Uh, you know, fast forward a couple months into that, we do get pregnant. And I'm, you know, a full-time working mom at a very, very busy, you know, Disney's a busy company. Yeah. And I'm pregnant in graduate school. And there were times where I would be up writing papers to three o'clock in the morning and trying to show up as a mom and a wife. And it was hard. It was very difficult. And, um, you know, I had to be real with myself. Mm -hmm. I had to delay my graduation a little bit based on the timing of the baby being due. Um, but there was nothing like that moment of my whole family when we went, because um, I did an online program, but I did travel to Virginia to go to the graduation and feel like we accomplished this, the ups, the downs, the ins, the outs, um, 
you know, the am I finna get a B in this class because I want to get reimbursed for this class? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's paying for it. Like I gotta, I had, you know, hold your feet to the fire. Um, I think that 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 is probably the moments that have made me some of the strongest was mm-hmm. that that time frame. Yeah, and and what's interesting is that you know you start off on one path, thinking, okay, this is the right way. I'm gonna go this direction because this is where I think that I'm going to go. And then all of a sudden there's something that's thrown in there and it's like, okay, well, where did this come from and which way am I going with this? And so what I've learned, at least in my experience is that you can't really, you just got to kind of go with the flow and in the flow, as far as a believer, that means that you're going with the flow of how God wants you to go and not the way you think it's going to go. And so, you know, when you're, <laughs> when your husband's like, ah, uh, you know what, hey, we, let's have another kid. And then you just got accepted into this school and they're waiving the, the fees and all of that. It was like, okay, where did this come from? Because that was something that was a desire, you know, for you to do, right, as far as going back to school and and then with everything that happened prior to that with the passing of your mom. So, how, I mean, how were you able to just maneuver through these different changes that were, it seems like a domino effect, um, one thing after another? I think it definitely was that the relationship that I was building as a believer. Yeah. So for me, I think even going through the process of my mom's passing drew me in so near mm-hmm. because, um, you know, I remember early on, probably like six months before she passed, like going through and doing the Daniel's fast at the beginning of the year and like pleading with God, you know, like I would like more time with her and getting an answer as clear as day as you and I are having this conversation. Mm-hmm. He said, time will not look like what you know it to be. And I was like, you know, of course, sometimes when you're having that conversation and you really feel connected with the spirit, you're like, what does that mean? Yeah. And literally within three days, cause I was actually in Dallas on a girlfriend's weekend when that, when that happened. Wow. And like in and of itself, talk about being on a girlfriend's weekend and it's like, I'm not having a mimosa. I'm in my fast, but I love y'all. That in and of its space, but it really opened up the door for me to be so present to speak with God. Like within three days, my mom was actually moving in with us to start her hospice care. So it was like the time that he gave us was like, you go to bed, you see her, you wake up, you see her. So I think the time, the growth that I had was really about God parenting me a little bit and stepping in in that space and helping me through probably one of the hardest things in my life. Yeah. That I, it prepared me to get to the place of this might be a little bit of a harder journey, Lynette. Like you're going to be called to become a parent to another child. Um, and you, because it, of course you talk about having a child and then it took us a while, right? Mm-hmm. So there was like, I'm doing that. I'm doing school. I want to do well in my performance at work. But it was member of, back to him, going back to him and what was going on between Lynette and God. And I think that that is really what helped me to get through each and every step, each and every class. Cause it was like, he, he got me this far. Yeah. Like you're the one who got me into school with a conditional acceptance within eight days. 
you're the one who's helping us, you know, to conceive a healthy baby and really have a seamless pregnancy. You know, you're the one who allowed us to have six great months with my mom, you know, living right in the same area with us. Like all these things he honored and he gave. So I couldn't lose perspective, even if it got hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I see the pattern of strength all the way through everything that you were having to uh, work with, with school, with um, being pregnant and still working a job and still going to school. Cause I can definitely relate to having to not only take care of a family, but go to school full time and writing papers, writing papers alone would have been stressful for me and you're pregnant and your hormones are all over the place. So you're like, I just want to take a nap, but you know that you got to read something and then guess what? Right. Making you more sleepy. So you're like, okay, I can't lay on the couch. Where am I going to do this? And how am I going to do this? And let me put the classes in the right order so yeah. that I can be out of being sick. And it's all like, oh, it, you know, it became one of those things that it, 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 it built my relationship with my husband and I, it built mm-hmm. open communication around what, uh, you know, what we needed making the decision to pause and say, I'm going to push my graduation back a semester. Yeah. Um, a lot of times I think we see those moments as failures, but really it was, it was a healthy decision and it was the right decision because it wasn't, I just moved the finish line. I didn't mm-hmm. not finish though. Um, and it was a, a, a great opportunity to make sure that I recovered from the, you know, the birth and everything. So I think, um, you know, it allowed me to really do things and, and do them well and do them on my terms right? Um, and do them in agreement also with like what was already done. Right. God mm-hmm. already knew what was going to be happening. So it, it, it worked out. Yeah. It, that sounds like it, everything fell into place and it was like, it wasn't a denial. It was a, just the delay to prepare you for the next steps and make sure that you had everything in order for you to be able to continue to go forward in the way that he wants you to go. So that's, that's pretty cool. So you, you also mentioned that you were a co-author of a book. What, what is the name of your book again? Uh, the book is called it's possible. Okay. We make it, we make it plain, uh, but a, a dreamer's manifesto to overcome opposition. And so I am one of the contributing co-authors, um, a wonderful group of women and I love when women can collaborate. So mm-hmm. this is a great example as well. We don't always see that if you watch, you know, reality TV, yeah. but uh, it, it was interesting because many of us didn't know each other and the uh, author um, originally was going to write the book and the manuscript on her own and her computer went down and she lost the whole thing and she has still had a deadline So she kind of put out a call to action in her network. I was connected to her through another coach that I had worked with. And um, I kind of shared my story. We had a phone call and she said, I I, I think I know where, right where you're going to fit in, in this book. And I I shared with her and there's some calls to action in the book. And I, I I leveraged the, you know, the serenity prayer as being how I found my, I can, and there's some activities at the end of each chapter, but we have some amazing stories stories of women who had it all together and, you know, had mental breakdowns and mm-hmm. overcame that, uh, you know, women who, you know, were single moms at young age and have healthy, thriving marriages and businesses now. So um, everyone kind of not even knowing each other really 
kind of came together and it was very quick. It was like within like six, eight weeks. Oh, Next wow. thing you know, we're publishing a book uh, together um, in a, last year and it's, it's been great. That's awesome. And that's, it's like you said, it's, it's um, extremely awesome to be able to work with women, all women working together because in the reality shows, of course, that's usually not the case when we, we, we don't get along, <laughs> but um, to be able to collaborate with a lot of women from different states and everything and to have a finished product as fast as you guys did it, that is phenomenal. Yeah, it was just, I, it, I think we all just kind of ended up collecting like our, like we're already kind of had our stories and, and knew how we wanted to articulate them. And, and, and it came together very, very, very quickly. But um, I, I'm, again, grateful for the relationships I've built with them and the chance that, you know, I've been able to kind of um, keep me and my mom's kind of story around that, that one turning point. Um you know, through the process, it wasn't just her passing. It was like the process up to it that mm-hmm. led to making sure I knew how to move forward, how mm-hmm. I wanted to orchestrate and kind of make sure that, um, you know, what, everything she taught me about how to live, I would, I would, I would go and follow through it with it. Yeah. So what suggestions could you offer to someone who, you know, may have a desire to go into hospitality or go into some type of career like that, but you're not really sure how to go about it. Yeah. Hospitality is so vast. There's so many things that you can do and it's, it's definitely pivoting um, as we think about the current situation. Um, I think I always, you, you have to know your why. Mm-hmm. Because in hospitality, there can be processes. You know, if you work in a restaurant, you could, you know, am I supposed to be handed a menu? What, you know, I'm off, I offer this. But when you know your why and you know that I'm going to be providing a dining experience because someone's choosing to take the night off from cooking in their home, or if I know the why because I'm here to plan um, and execute someone's dream wedding or experience because that, you know, as a child, they had childhood cancer and they didn't know that it would get to this point. And so you deliver with excellence because you know the why, the why you do that. Mm-hmm. I think that's the spirit of hospitality. Um, you know, I had never been to Disney World uh, growing up. I was 21 and it was my job. I was being paid to be there. <laughs> but it was something about falling in love with the stories of why, um, you know, I, I, why people were choosing that you know, seeing families reunited after military deployments where they didn't even know dad or mom were going to be returning home for family vacation and they reunite in the lobby and everybody's crying, Um, you know, um, or individuals coming to celebrate the life of loved ones because that Disney was their favorite place and um, they were coming back. So I think every hospitality has that, you know, that story um, or, you know, those reasons why people gather and come together and just want to spend time. So if you're joining that field or you feel that that's the, the area that you want to grow in and develop in, know your why. Know your why. Yeah, definitely. So how can people get in contact with you, um, find you on social media or you know, um, a website or anything to reach out to you? Yes. So um, I am on Instagram. Um, I am on Facebook. Um, 
LinkedIn is probably my favorite. I will, I will drive people probably to my LinkedIn. Okay. So Lynette Phillips, um, it's just one of my favorites. I think it just, it just always has been. I post a little bit more articles there and then we are getting my uh, website up and running. So if anyone is interested in the book, it is on there. Um, so Lynette, uh, Phillips.com as well. Okay. And you're on, you said you're on social media or all, everything is on social media. I have a Facebook, I have okay. Instagram, I have LinkedIn. Um, and, um, and yeah, and I have the, the, the website as well. So happy to connect. Um, just say hi, just drop in any of those types of things. And, um, Awesome. Awesome. So as I ask all of my guests, what inspiring word would you like to leave with this listening audience? Um, I keep it very simple with my teams. Um, Have courage and be kind. Yes. Very good. Very good. Lynette, it has been a pleasure and honor to have you on my show. Thank you so much for sharing your your story um, in regards to your mom and, and your journey and everything. And um, I, I know that where you're working as far as, uh, far as uh, Disney World, that is the happiest place on earth. I, I know it is because I've been there and it is, it's, it's, it's awesome, really awesome to be there. So again, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations. This is the Midweek Motivation. You guys have an awesome day. Take care and God bless. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspirations, the Midweek Motivation. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you did, why not subscribe and continue listening to some of my other shows on Spotify, Google Podcast, or Apple Podcast. Go ahead and leave a comment as well. If you are interested in being a guest on this show, please send me an email at woveinspiration at gmail.com. This is Althea, your host. I hope you guys have an awesome evening. You guys take care and God bless.